Hello and welcome to the Dark Hour Gaming Podcast. This is episode 8, I believe. Uh, yes, I mean, it is. It is? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm your host, Mike, and joining me today is Ryan. What's up? And Derek. Hello. Thanks again for joining me, guys. Um, Aren't we doing something with nicknames? Isn't yeah, but I forgot them already. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who needs nicknames? I, I do. I've never oh. had a nickname. What were the nicknames? I don't know. <laughs> well, he's he's Derek Jam. Oh, okay. that's just that's just a thing. Because uh-huh. okay. obviously that's easier to say than Derek. But oh. me, I don't think anything stuck. So <laughs> it'll never happen. All right. So uh, we're recording the weekend before E3. Uh, press conferences have already started, but instead of talking about this year's, we wanted to go back and revisit some of our favorite and I guess least favorite moments in the past. Uh, you know, some of the better announcements, the better conferences, and some of the terrible announcements and conferences that have happened in the past. Um, I think we're going to start out with some of the better ones. Um, what's one that you have, uh, Derek? Well, I'm going to go with one that was recent. It's close to my heart still, though. And that was last year's E3 when okay. uh, Monster Hunter World was shown at Sony's. Just because I did not expect it at all to get a to get yeah to get a console uh, Monster Hunter World in like such a such a powerful Monster Hunter World like using a powerful engine with really good graphics. And I thought I thought it was going to be a handheld series forever. I thought I was going to be playing it on 3DS forever. So, that was really cool to see. And and it lived up to the hype. It's a great game. So, yeah, that was that was a great, great announcement. I was so pumped. I thought the same thing, too. Well, I mean, it used to be on um, Sony platforms, didn't it? It started, like, on PSP? Yeah, yeah. And that's when I started playing. I've been playing it since PSP. Yeah. Um, and I've followed it through all these years, so. And then somehow, I don't know what happened but Nintendo ended up getting them, and they were all on, like, 3DS. I mean, not yeah. not 3DS, well, but I, DS. I'll tell you what happened. Like, but because in Japan, the the Vita did not sell that well. I mean, in America, it didn't sell that well. In general, the Vita didn't sell that well. And yeah. so when they saw that, Capcom was like, well, we're not going to release Monster Hunter on this platform that has, like, no sales, because then we'll get, like, no sales. So they made a deal with Nintendo, since the 3DS sold so much. Ah, and, okay. Uh, yeah, so that's. I I mean I don't know a hundred percent that that's what happened, but that's what I've seen speculated. It makes sense. And, yeah. I'd but say yeah. I share the same excitement of that announcement, except I mean that literally was probably the first Monster Hunter game I had ever played. And yeah. wild fun, definitely a lot of fun. Um, just like the actual announcement itself, like it was cool to see something new, and that's what I liked about it. But, like, I definitely didn't have that same kind of nostalgic background with it where I was like, oh, right. my God, this is incredible. But that's that's yeah. another reason why I think that announcement was so good because even people who didn't play Monster Hunter, that trailer was just so cool and so good-looking that people who had never played Monster Hunter were like, this game looks awesome. So yeah, Right. I think yeah. what, what got me was um, it being on hand, handheld, I really had nobody to teach me how to play, and it seemed like a difficult game. I tried it on PSP a long yeah. time ago. I don't remember which one it was, but it was a bit too much for me, and I, no one was there to like show me the ropes. So I knew when it came out on PS4, 
that there'd be plenty of people I knew that were playing that would be able to be like, okay, this is how you do it. So that's why I was right. excited. Yeah, totally. And I, it is a very hard series. <laughs> yeah, I actually need to get back to it. I haven't played it since they started releasing more content for it. Yeah, I actually yeah, don't I even know what they released. Too. And it's weird too. I don't know. I don't know if you guys kind of felt the same, but like, I feel like having watched E three so many years, <laughs> I usually get less and less excited about it. And like, seeing something like that is pretty sweet. And like more recent E threes, because it's like, like I said, like. You see all these announcements, and I feel like almost none of them ever seem like, "Wow, this is incredible!" Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of see something that's like really interesting. You're like, "Okay, I fuck with that." <laughs> I absolutely agree, and that's how I felt last year going into E3. Is I was like, eh, "It's E3. I'm gonna watch it because I always watch it," um, but I don't really expect to be blown away. And then I saw Monster Hunter World, and I was that's crazy. And then directly the trailer right after Monster Hunter World was the Shadow of the Colossus remake trailer. And <laughs> I was blown yeah, was away a second game. time. I was blown away twice in a row. It was amazing. Nice. Do you even remember the first time we watched the new three together? I feel like it was like two thousand like five or six. Like Yeah. It was we were young. <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> you remember what was announced that year? 2005 Holy shit, what is that's... this world that I just stumbled upon? <laughs> 2000, 2006, I think, was the year that Final Fantasy thirteen and Versus thirteen were announced. Was Even that better. 2006? I might be. Pretty, I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was 2000. Well, what what year did thirteen come out? Do you remember? Because it was like a, a 13... year or two later. Oh, uh, well, if it was only a year or two later, then it definitely wasn't announced that early, probably. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll two just... years. I don't. You can look it up, but like, yeah, I'll just look it up. Well, that's what makes it insane because you had the whole versus thirteen thing turning into fifteen, fucking ten years later. Man, I... <laughs> but like, I was sitting on the edge of my seat for like ten yeah. years. <laughs> well, and it's like you see what like they showed the trailer and it was like, holy shit, what is this game about to be? Because this looks incredible. Like, it was two thousand six. I I had goosebumps watching that shit. <laughs> You're and talking about 13? Versus 13. Versus 13, Thir- yeah. yeah. I mean, 13, I mean, it still looked really good, but, like, I, me personally, during that E3, like, Versus 13, like, definitely blew that out of the water. And, like, obviously, like, they didn't really even have, like, a release date planned or anything like <laughs> yeah. that. It was just kind of like a... It was like a teaser. And it was like, this game is going to be incredible. Yeah. I just, like... And if that was the first E3 that we watched, which I don't know if it was, I think we watched a couple before that. Yeah, but like, I think so. But that was how, the, that's how one awesome would that memory. be to be introduced to E3 with you know gameplay or just trailers like that? Like, yeah, oh my god. Um, but yeah, that was 2006 E3. I checked, and then Final Fantasy 13 released in 2009. Um, okay, so yeah, it was like three years later. Yeah, but. I, I do remember those. I was actually really excited for the Final Fantasy thirteen trailer. Not like the Versus thirteen, I was excited, but I was super excited about the normal thirteen trailer. Um, because I remember their them showing. Uh, I can't even remember the character's name. It's been so long since I played thirteen. But the guy with the afro who has the chocobo in his hair, Says or whatever, like yeah. Saz. Yeah, I and I remember them showing him holding the chocobo in his hair, and I was like, "That's adorable," and I love it, and I want to play this so bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> that reminds me of uh, these videos that Jeremy and I used to watch. It was like we'd go on Newgrounds and watch like Final Fantasy parody stuff. Yeah, and there was this one that like I don't know why it stuck with me because it was like it was like these stupid hand drawn like like basically like stick figure type like drawings. And this guy, like, they're they're making fun of Chabokobos, or, like, they called it Chabokobo in the video. They're like, let's smoke a Chabokobo, baby. Like, they had the weird voice and everything, oh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was the same exact one. Yeah, yeah. Like, Chocobo breeding. It's like, okay, I remember let's, that let's video. introduce kids to Chocobo breeding. Uh, yeah, you showed me that video when we were kids. I remember that. I always think of that when I see Chocobos, but, like, I love Chocobos. So when they do something like that, that just, oh, my God, that gets me every time. Every time. <laughs> Moment of silence for chocobos. <laughs> why they don't exist. <laughs> so, uh, I guess sort of, uh, keeping with the Final Fantasy theme, um, I think it was E3, I want to say 2014, where they, uh, kind of rebranded Versus 13 to, uh, you know, 15. 15. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I, well, that was the same year they actually announced Kingdom Hearts three as well. Yes. Yeah, it was. So I, I thought that was a really good conference, even though <clears throat> I haven't played through all the Kingdom Hearts games, of course, but they they still they look really good to me. They're fun to play. Um, I've enjoyed the the story and you know the characters so far. So yeah, I, you I just haven't gotten that. to all the convoluted stuff where you finally start yeah. to dislike it a little bit. Like, like Birth by Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I love my convoluted stuff being a huge Metal Gear fan, so. That's true. <laughs> Those weird ass stories, uh, they're fun for me. But yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I thought that was a really good year. I'm sure you guys being even bigger fans enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, um, I was really excited. Initially, came to each other. But I wasn't as excited as like I know Ryan was. Uh, I think by that time, I had played Kingdom Hearts, like, so long ago, and I, even though I knew I liked the game, I was like, eh. I was like, eh, they're taking too long, and I just kind of stopped caring, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, oh, but, yeah, no, like, I kept up that shit. Like, yeah. Jeremy and I played so much Kingdom Hearts. Actually, I remember when Jeremy bought Kingdom Hearts 2, <laughs> so I didn't actually realize he had it. But, like, I go downstairs, because like his room was in the basement and like that's where we play video games all the time and i went into his room he has this little actually you know that little um stand that i have for games downstairs he had that in his room and he's like you want to play you want to play something i was like sure he's like just look through the stand pick something out and i'm like i'm like scanning down through it like all the games that are in there and like there was kingdom hearts and then kingdom hearts 2 like a little bit under it like it was probably like six or seven games down on the stand and i i don't know why i i scanned right over it not realizing it said kingdom hearts 2 i just like <laughs> read through kingdom hearts and then games 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 kingdom hearts so i was just like i, I mean i don't know he's like you want to play kingdom hearts so i was like sure i guess and i look back and i realized kingdom hearts 2 was right there and i was like oh my god we play this he's like <laughs> yeah i just bought this <laughs> That's that's but, funny. But yeah, we played we played so much Kingdom Hearts over the years, and like you know, I stuck with it, right? I got through Birth by Sleep, and you know, the 3DS title, and like all the other Kingdom Hearts games, and I don't know, like I saw that the announcement for it, and I was just like, I I actually literally cried. Actually, it was the e- that was because I was the E3 that I uh, disconnected from 
you and Tom because we were in a chat during it, and then it kicked me out. Yeah. And then I was behind on the video overall because like my Wi-Fi was just terrible at my parents' house, and um, I remember watching it. I was like, "Oh my god!" After all these years, you know, it's been basically a decade since Kingdom Hearts Two came out, and they're finally announcing Kingdom Hearts Three, <laughs> which. What? It's been 12 years now, and this game's finally coming out here soon. So yeah. I just got I got really excited about it. I kept thinking yeah. that you had, you know, when your internet mm. went out, I was like, maybe he missed the announcement, too. I was like, that Four, really sucks. Seven or eight more months. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I when it first was announced, I was excited for it. But it, part of me was like, after oh, taking so long that I don't want to be excited, so I don't really care. Um, but now that we're getting closer and... I keep seeing more and more on it. I'm getting more and more excited, and I just can't wait to play it. That's kind of the so. thing with Square. I mean, they're really good at, you know, trailers and announcements and things, but they just, yeah. they, they're they terrible at following up, and they let the excitement die down by the time the game is co- coming out, so. Well, that's kind of what happened with uh, 15 to some degree, just because of the fact that, you know, they announced it at 2006, and then I think they showed a I think they showed another trailer in 2009. Yeah. And when, then we're sitting yeah. there in ante- anticipation every single year, right? Like, we're like, this is the more? year. This, this is, is the year. year. Are they going to show more? Nothing. Is this going to be the year? Nothing. And then years. we finally get to fucking 2014 or whatever when they finally rebranded as 15. It was like, yeah. oh my God, we're finally close. And it's still two <laughs> more years off. I know. <laughs> Them yeah. following up is just like terrible. They're they're so slow. They make good games, but man, they're so slow. Yeah, and I guess I don't know. It's kind of a you can't really fault them if they're going to take their time and actually get it right. Yeah, yeah. but at the same true. time, maybe just keep quiet about it for a while. I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was one of mine. That was a that was a good year for me. Um, trying to think. Um, and obviously, the year that Final Fantasy VII remake was announced. I think that was the uh, following everyone year. Had been, how, how so everyone had been. Everyone had been. Everyone had been anticipating that since Crisis Core, because they showed that technical That's demo right. at the yeah. very, very end after the credits. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't played that game. Crisis Core is so good. <laughs> it's, you, you it's old play it. If you now. haven't played it, go play it. It's a good game. Yeah, that's a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's best with Mike because Zach's his favorite character. But um, I think Crisis Core is super fun to be honest. Yeah, no, everyone had been talking about this as being a possibility ever since that technical demo had played, and then finally, yeah, twenty. What do we say? Twenty fifteen. Yes, I think it was when they announced it. Yeah, and it was just like, what the fuck uh, is this? Like initially, it was what the fuck is this? Because it wasn't like they announced any of the trailers it. that had been shown for seven before, right? Yeah, or like. Nothing like like you kind of had that feeling. The music was a little different. It wasn't exactly like Final Fantasy VII music, like as we knew it. We were just like, "What is this?" And then they finally show Cloud, and you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII is coming back." That'd be funny it. if it would have been like Final Fantasy VII Advent Children Two. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, I would have laughed. <laughs> Square Enix like shows up at like at the end of it. It's like, got you. <laughs> oh man! So that was the year. Um, the press conference, the Sony press conference, brought back a lot of nostalgia because I think that was the same year they announced um, 
that Shinmu was coming. A lot of people, I believe so. I think they did Shinmu and they did um, no, not Shinmu. Uh, and then they uh, the last Guardian was finally confirmed like, to actually really be, yeah, it existed. Yeah, that was also 2006, the first time that they mentioned Last Guardian, the very first time they mentioned it, and then. I was just sitting there waiting, just waiting to hear more. And they only would bring it up like once every three or four years. Yeah. Oh yeah, people actually knew that existed and they got excited about that again. Yeah. Alright, but uh what do you got on, on your list, Ryan? Well, we've gone through most of my announcements actually. Um hmm. talking about Kingdom Hearts. We went back to Final Fantasy thirteen and versus thirteen and Final Fantasy seven. Uh, also, I just, want, I just want to say real quick, if Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced in 2015, we're not going to see it until 2025. Just... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long from now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other kind of few things that I wanted to highlight myself, personally, were... Did we, cause we didn't, well, I guess we kind of briefly talked about The Last Guardian, because I, you know, I don't even know it was maybe... Two, three years prior to that was when we were playing Shadow of the Colossus a lot. Yeah, like, we were playing it not long after it came out. Yeah, and, like, obviously, like, that was an incredible game. We played through Ico. Uh, Yeah. Ico. (laughs) (laughs) Was it I in the front? No, you're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) But, uh, like, we played a lot of those games, and it was like, wow, these games are, like, a ton of fun. We finally see, you know, they're working on The Last Guardian, and I'm sitting here like, holy crap, like, they're doing another game. This is awesome. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Huh. Uh, now, whether or not that's actually the case, I still actually haven't played it. I have um, a very mixed opinion. <laughs> I have a very mixed opinion on that game. I think that the world is great, and uh, I think the, like, I think the game is fun, but the controls hold it back big time, and the technical issues hold it back big time. I agree. Right. I don't understand. After all this time, they couldn't learn how to. Like they had perfect control controls scheme. in Shadow of the Colossus. Like use use R one to grip. Like honestly, if they would have just made that simple change, the game would be a lot more playable. I actually still haven't finished it. Um, I need to go back to it someday. I mean, I didn't dislike it. It was just uh, it was a little. It, was it wasn't. Disappointing. It wasn't nearly as good as their previous titles. I agree. Right. But other than that, um, the PS4 announcement, I brought this up briefly earlier before we even started podcasting. Yes, this is, all of this is scripted, whoever's listening. It's all not actually, like, I'm reading off of this, like, <laughs> 10-page script of things that we're supposed to discuss. Like, what I'm saying right now is tight. If you actually have a 10-page <laughs> script, if you actually have a 10-page script, then I've been gypped. I, I knew shit. exactly what you were going to say. I had it typed out. I read it as you said it. <laughs> no, but uh, PS4 announcement, um, like that, that was incredible for me personally. Um, having watched what was it like a month prior to that was when uh, Microsoft did their Xbox One announcement, and what was really funny was like. They talked about TV a lot during their announcement. Like, you're spending an hour and a half talking about TV. That's right, they did. I remember that. TV, 
Um, and they did like this whole compilation video of like how they said it. It was a half an hour video of them just saying TV, TV, Ttv. And then my favorite one, Xbox is the next water cooler. <laughs> like that one oh, gets yeah. me every time. Like I what the hell does that even mean? I forgot all Xbox about is that. the next water cooler. Well they, but, were, uh, they were very wrong. They just talk about it, they talk about all the, the design and you know they didn't I guess they can go into too much detail about that until their E three press conference today. Did they talk more about like like all the different like the game sharing and whatnot. I don't remember. About that. Like, but either way, a lot of people did not like their creative direction with that. And you get to the PS4 announcement during the Sony press conference, which, if I recall correctly, was literally like the very very beginning of it. And then they yeah. started showing games like throughout the entirety of it. Yeah. And other than Knack, which I hate it, but uh, like. Their announcements were all tailored towards kind of taking shots at the Xbox One, you know? Yeah. Like, at the very, very end, I was saying this earlier, uh, Jack Tretton came out on stage, and I love that man. Like, he was incredible. I'm not gay, but this guy was my you're, favorite part of Sony you're a little bit gay for, for years. You're a little bit gay for him, though. Just a little oh, bit. okay. Yeah, you're just a little bit. You know, just, <laughs> just a tiny bit. But, um, just maybe a tiny bit. <laughs> no, uh, so, like, he comes out on stage, and he's all, like, and it's gonna be coming out in November at, it was, like, $100 less than the Xbox One. What was it, $400? And the Xbox One was 500 because of the Kinect and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and he said that, and, like, literally everybody in the audience just starts Hearing. I remember that. Hearing, and it was like shots fired so I mean, hard right now. That was like... that was a really good moment for Sony for a few reasons. One, because yeah, they destroyed the price point on the Xbox, but also two, because they redeemed themselves from their awful the... pricing of PS3 oh, years yeah. and years before. Well, and even then, like they caught they caught themselves back up with the PS3 towards yeah, they the end did. of its life of its lifespan. Like they did. You know, they they brought the price down. They had the slim model, and like they really started releasing games for it. And, yeah, like, they they fixed their mess with the PS3, and they did a really good job because it was doing awful its first couple of years, and then they're like, "We got this." Yeah, a lot of people still don't realize that um, the PS3 actually still ended up outselling the 360. Did it, it really? Did. Yeah, it did. That's surprising. To Worldwide, me. yes. Oh, worldwide. It didn't yeah, outsell the Wii, though, right? Because the Wii just destroyed sales, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, the Wii was like... That thing made so much money for Nintendo. It's crazy. Well, you know what they say. We are family. Oh, okay. No. I'm just, I'm just kidding. They don't actually say that. <laughs> like, just, just, who says that? But yeah. No, but they had that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention before whatever you were just about to comment on was uh, they did like that little YouTube video where they were like, this is how you game share. And then, like, I don't remember who was in the video, but, like, all they did was hand a PlayStation game over to someone else. Yeah, that was... Uh... Because they were doing the whole, like, the license of the game is attached to your Xbox, so now that disc is useless. Yeah. And so PlayStation was like, if you want to share your game with your friends, here's how you do it. And then copy. Yeah, I think, I think people just love the fact that you know, a day later, after, you know, Microsoft had announced all their, you know, always online and, um, 
some of the other stuff that pissed people off, you know, Sony just comes back and they're like, okay, this is how you share your games. You don't always have to be online. <laughs> and we're cheaper. So, yeah, we're just better. We're just better. Nothing about games. Like, that... I mean, they, they talked about games, but none of it was, like, focused on actual games. And people were just like, oh, this console is going to be better. Um, you know, screw Microsoft for trying to, you know, screw us over and not letting us share our games. And this right. the funny thing is, like, these systems are basically almost always online anyway. They yeah. just, it's just perception <laughs> that yeah. uh, Microsoft should have just, in hindsight, kept their mouth shut about what they wanted to do and just, just did it. Just probably, would have been, probably would have been fine, but yeah, because like, it, I don't know if they changed the Xbox One from its original concept because of the backlash. I'm not sure, or if they just did a really poor job of presenting it. But this, what we have now, is what they were imagining. Um, hmm. But with the way the Xbox One is now, like it, it really doesn't do anything like outrageous. You know, it's just right. like a console. Um, it doesn't have any exclusives, but. You know, otherwise, it's a perfectly fine console. Yeah. And then I had one more good memory. What you got? Which is going to be a little weird. It's going to be very out of place for me. It was when they announced Halo 4 at the very beginning of the Microsoft conference. I don't remember what year that was, but I don't know. Like, I was thinking back to, you know, like Microsoft press conferences over the years and like I never really seen games that like like I was really impressed by or like made me really want to play, you know, a ton of like Microsoft games or like Xbox games. And then, you know, they bring out Halo Four at the very beginning, which I don't even I don't even think the rest of their conference they had any games that were like all that impressive. But it was kinda like, here we go. Like they're they're actually, you know, pushing out an exclusive that people want to see and I mean, the Halo games are good. Like, yeah, they are. Let's be honest here. Like, they're fun to play online. Except now with Time Warner, I don't know if it's just Time Warner and games don't connect. Probably that, because like I always had issues playing. Because like we were trying to play Halo Five multiplayer together, Mike, and we literally the four of us couldn't do it. Like it was impossible because we were all experiencing lag and whatnot. I don't know if that was just some sort of connectivity issue. I don't know what that was, but like. There's there's still really fun games to play like online together with friends when it's actually working, and you know they just they make the announcement. And I was like, oh shit! Like this game looks really good. Like this looks good for Microsoft. Yeah, I agree. So, was that was that Bungie or is that when they switched over to? That's when no, they switched over. It was already. Yeah, Halo 4 was the first one made by 343 Studios. Okay. Which, I, I actually really like that game. I need to go back. Uh, I have all the Halo games, but I haven't played through all of them. Only some of them. I mean, I I like every Halo game I've played, to be honest, though. Yeah. So. When uh, me, you, and Ryan went over to Old North, and we played Halo. Yeah. I and I kicked your butts. I like you totally. Oh shit! All right. Oh, I guess there was one more thing I just thought of. What you got? Watch Dogs. (laughs) We're not talking about how it turned out, but the announcement for that game. Man, I remember being so excited. You're right. You're right. That was one of my favorite. With the next gen coming, 
I thought that was going to be like the game. I was so I mean, excited for that title. Game. I, was... I mean, if you watch any interviews from like fans um, of E3, like people talking about it or like the press, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm so excited for Watch Dogs! It looks so cool!" Like everybody thought that game looked amazing. I love how we just talk about it in a past tense. Yeah, we gotta we're gonna leave it as a good memory, guys. Like I, I remember thinking it looked good, but I also remember thinking at the time that it wasn't, it didn't look like the type of game I'd normally buy on day one. But I thought it looked good. Um, and uh, I'm, I gotta say though, uh, I'm glad I didn't buy it day one. <laughs> Well, we were really excited too because we got the you know the PS4 like day one, yeah. I, and then I, they announced that Watch Dogs was gonna push back half a year, and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah, I got I got a PS4 the night of release because I was working at GameStop at the time, and at the PS4 midnight release, I just I just bought my console while I was working. I don't remember how I got my PS4. Did I pre-order it at the store or? I don't know, you pre-ordered multiple, though. I did? Yeah. I remember what games I got with PS4 on launch, too. I got Knack and uh, Killzone. Knack was pretty shit, but Killzone was good. Killzone was really fun. I, I really, actually like, really enjoyed like, the yeah. story mode in that game. I really liked the game. And then later in its lifetime, they added a multiplayer mode, like a co-op multiplayer mode, and I got to play that a bit, and that was actually super fun, too. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't realize that existed. Yeah, there's a P- there's the PvP multiplayer that's always right. Existed. And we did that for a bit, but I didn't yeah. know they added a co-op multiplayer. Yeah, it's it's fun. I don't understand why Killzone gets such a a bad rap. I mean, I've enjoyed almost all of them so far. Yeah, I've enjoyed every Killzone game that I've played, which is two, three, and this one new one on PS4. I can't remember. Shadow well, it's not Fall. new anymore. Shadowfall. Yeah, Shadowfall. I didn't ever play the first one. <clears throat> But I am glad the studio got to work on something different finally. Yeah. That's good. Um All right. So Did what you else? Have other good memories, Mike? I do. I'm trying to think. Um which one I want to talk about first. I guess I want to talk about the um 2015 Bethesda conference just in general. Um Doom. Yeah, it was it, that was really surprising how good Doom looked. And uh, oh, and then it turned out just as good as the look. I know, yeah. <laughs> which is great. I'm getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it when games meet the hype of their like E3 trailer. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I, I really try to contain my excitement for games. That's why I like E3. Don't get me wrong, but I've never been like a huge fan, like you know some most other gamers are. Mostly yeah. because I, I I don't like seeing things announced and having to wait. I'm really impatient. Right, you know, that I, makes sense. I, I like, totally understand. <laughs> yeah, I like to see a game and then like play it like a couple months later, which is right. I know that's kind of ridiculous. Which is ask. why you liked Bethesda 2015, I'm sure. Yep. Exactly. Yep. When they announced uh, Fallout 4, I mean, granted, we all knew they were working on the Fallout, but yeah, no one had seen it and it wasn't official. So when they yep. announced it, they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be out in like what three months or something yeah it was like four like three or four months why, away why were you excited about Fallout 4 when you could have been excited about another skyrim <laughs> <laughs> that was what bethesda's conference <laughs> last year last year bethesda's conference was guess what 
you guys like Skyrim, and we made Skyrim, <laughs> so we're gonna just make it again. <laughs> like, like three more like times. I feel like every single year has been another port of Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if a game sells, keep making money, I guess. I can't wait till they announce the PS5, and guess what's a launch Skyrim title? Launch Skyrim. Title, yeah. <laughs> Skyrim remake. I um... want Skyrim on mobile. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they did something like that. I I would be only <clears throat> actually you know what with how powerful phones are and Skyrim's getting pretty old now. It came out in 2011. I could see it happening. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm making fun of it, but I think my wounds have healed, and maybe it's time for me to actually go no. play Skyrim again <laughs> because just... I lost my save and it was just. Now was I like... gotta say, oh sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. you no, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Okay, I gotta say though, I have I have respect for Bethesda because when they launched Skyrim Remastered, everybody who owned Skyrim on Steam got Skyrim Remastered free, and I think that was a very a very consumer friendly move, and I I really respect that decision. I think that's something they should adopt on consoles as well. I don't know how they would do it, but like, for instance, like um, Dark Souls Remastered just yeah. came out, and it, if you had it on Steam. I think you got it for like half price or something you like that. You got it for half price, but there was still issues with that because the original Dark Souls it was still a broken game. They never patched it. Um and so all the fixes that needed for the original PC Dark Souls to work, that's all the remastered was. It was just fixing those broken issues. So all the people who own the game, they're like, Yeah, you want this game to work? Well, just give us twenty dollars and you can have a working version game so it's like um, 20 dollars. obviously yeah obviously there was the mod that fixed it shortly after the game you know the user created mod but there was never an official patch and that's why people were very upset about the pc version of dark souls remastered and there were some some uh like boycotts on it and there's this one streamer who was uh he was he had he like he modded his game so like when he would throw fireballs at people it would it would fuck up their game and like their stats, and it would it would trigger the anti cheat in Dark Souls, and it would soft ban their their account, um, so they wouldn't be able to play the game anymore. And that was kind of how they were protesting it, but I I think that was super shitty. And anybody who does that is a piece of shit or supports that <laughs> because like let people play their game and enjoy it, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. You know? But so I do think there were issues with the Dark Souls remastered. Um, so I. That's why, that's what made me actually think, when all those issues arise, arise with that, that's what made me gain that respect for what Bethesda did, because I never really thought about it until that happened. I was like, well, Bethesda were good guys about it. Because if Dark Souls would have done that, there would have been no no issues. Yeah, I think anytime you do something like that, like a remake or a remaster or something, you should, you should reward your loyal fans and I agree. Some sort of discount. I mean, because it's the same game. If if you're if you're adding content, that's a totally different deal. But right. if you're just remaking the game, it's you should offer that. But oh yeah, but I was saying. Um, so I had Skyrim on PS3, and then of course it died, and I lost my save. Blah blah blah. That's sad. Uh, and I I enjoyed the game. I, I liked it a lot. But like when you put. I think I put like 40, maybe 40 hours in. Granted, I could have redid that and it still would have been fun, but it's just like, it just seems like such a task to re go through all of it again. So, I don't know. Well, 
a good reason to replay Skyrim on the PS4 especially is because they added mod support. And console games with mod support are like live. Like they, they don't usually exist. So I think that was super cool of them to do. Right. Have you checked that out? How how well does that I mean I, I have Skyrim on PC okay, and I've okay. always played it on PC. Gotcha. Um so I, I don't I don't need to I guess. But if I didn't have it on PC I would. I think that's kind of the place to play the Elder Scrolls yeah. games. But but yeah, back to uh the twenty fifteen conference. Uh basically Doom looked awesome, Fallout four, which didn't turn out to be my favorite Fallout, but just the announcement itself was, was huge. I mean I like Fallout right. Four m- m- better than most people did, but it it was slightly disappointing. Um, the DLCs improved it, but it's still not the best. Yeah. It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. Did they announced Evil Within Two at that conference. They, that might have been that conference. It was either that one or I the next one. No, I know the other game. I know they announced that conference was Dishonored Two. Yeah, Dishonored Two. Yeah. Which was a. Uh... I saw and played that, even though I loved the first one. It just. Even... Just based on the trailer, <laughs> it looked really good. I mean. Yeah, I yeah, mean, everybody has said Dishonored Two was really good. It got really good reviews. Um. But. And I keep meaning to play it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Right. So I mean, sure. Bethesda was always just like a, a Elder Scrolls and Fallout studio for me. And yeah, that year kind of just it kind of opened my eyes to how how many teams they actually have and how much they actually can do. Right. So that was a good year for them for me. That's why I enjoyed that one. I like when Todd Howard was talking about um, Doom. And he got so excited when he was about bringing back BFG. (laughs) He's like, big fucking guns. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's like the first time in history someone has cussed on stage at the press conference too. Like, he he was so excited. (laughs) Todd Howard's a pretty funny guy to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well, that's a... I think that's all I got for, um, you know, exciting announcements that, that I enjoyed. You guys got anything else? Or not anything that jumps out immediately. Like, you know. Yeah. Right. What about uh, some of the big blunders? I know we talked about Microsoft and how they kind of screwed up, but you guys got anything else uh, you remember that was just... Yeah, I will terrible? always find a, gen- uh, a great memory in... Microsoft's awful Connect presentations. Oh, man. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, it's like I would hear and I want to hear about these awesome new titles, and then they're like, Microsoft's all like, oh no, the Wii is selling super big. How can we compete? Uh, let's make a bunch of family games that barely work. And so they like, it feels like they just threw the Connect together last minute. It, it works really well now. Like, the Connect works super well. But the first time they showed it off, it, it looked super buggy. Like it wouldn't match the people as they move, and oh, man, that made the Star Wars thing so funny. Cause they're yeah, like, they're like, you get to be a Jedi, and then, like you watch it, and you're like, yeah, I totally get to be a Jedi. Yeah, and it just it it, it looks really it, like the idea and the technology in the Connect is really good, but all the games I showed, they just looked like they were for like little kids, like nothing to make me excited, and it wasn't fun to watch. And it was well, it was fun to watch just because it was kind of embarrassing how how buggy everything was well and it's not fair to just talk about the connect 
Yeah, the PlayStation Move. PlayStation Move. Oh my god, it was just as bad. If not, oh it might have gosh. even been worse. It might know, have even been the worse. sad part, the really sad part is, I got really excited about the game Sorcery. Like, yeah. it was just called Sorcery, because, like, oh, you at played first? as, like, a wizard. Yeah. And they announced that, like, the first, like, the the year they announced the movie, I remember that, yeah. Which, you know, I mean, you're basically looking at Black Dildos. <laughs> you're holding Black Dildos. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, like, like, they saw the game off, and it was like, this is actually kind of cool. Like, you, you get to be a mage using these things, right? And the game went totally under, like, the radar for the next few years and then they released it with like almost no advertisement for it whatsoever and like i never got to play it i didn't even realize the release until years later and like from what i saw like reviews were just like this game is garbage yeah i felt really bad about that because like it was the one game that kind of gave me hope like oh hey maybe the ps move is gonna be a pretty pretty decent thing but like they showed off things like that uh it was like it was a book of something Book I, of I, said, I said sorcery. I don't know if it was actually called that, though. It was, like, a book of something, and, like, the Sony press conference for the last, like, half an hour and talked about it and talked about it, and I was just like, why am I wasting well, my time watching this right now? It's called Wonder Book. Wonder uh, Book. Wonder Book, Book of Spells. Okay. I, 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 sorcery. I was, I was close. Yeah, I think they renamed <laughs> it at some point. I think it was sorcery or something like that at some point. At oh, point. did they? I think so. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, no, it was kind of just as bad as watching the Kinect thing. So it was like, well, the move wasn't all that powerful because you needed that PSI for it to even work or whatever the PlayStation camera iteration yeah. was called at that point. And I mean, the games that they really were showing off for, it was just like, all right, this is kind of not really that great. Right. I mean, the to some degree, they, I regret buying it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they rushed that stuff out. I mean, instead of like actually taking time to think about how this stuff would actually work and, and right. make games fun, they were just like, what Derek said, they were chasing the Wii, and they're like, let's, what can we do to put something out right. real quick to yep. jump jump on this train? But and they screwed it up because once you do something like that, people don't want to reinvest in it later on. They're just like, uh, this is stupid. So, yep. And that's why Sony just reused the technology with the, the PlayStation VR. They were like, oh, we already got this, and we didn't do anything with it, so let's just use it now. But to be fair, it works really well with the VR, so. Yeah. It does. It does. I really like playing with the the AIM controller. Yeah. We didn't get back yeah, to that's, that's Farpoint. Farpoint. Farpoint's my and now there's other games to play. And I don't know if you saw on the PlayStation system pre-order now. That oh. horror game. Oh, where you're using like a like a taser. Yeah, enemies. Really looking forward to playing that. But other than that, I think you mentioned something earlier about Wii Music, Derek. <laughs> so Wii Music presentation that I always remember that when I think about back because for a while Nintendo just stopped doing presentations. I think they still don't. I think they still just do the Nintendo Direct. Pretty sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when they did one? presentations, what was that? That last one when they did that Wii Music stuff? It might it might have been, but I remember they spent like they spent like fifteen or twenty minutes, and it was just everybody playing music on the Wii motes, and it did not sound very good, <laughs> and it did not look fun, and I was just sitting here like, "What is this? <laughs> what is this nonsense?" <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. been a huge. 
there's certain franchises I, I enjoy on Nintendo, but like their conference was never a disappointment to me because I never really thought like, okay, what can Nintendo announce this year? I'm excited to see. So As the they, years go by, I'm less and less excited about Nintendo. Yeah. So I'm just Actually, like not surprised when they do stuff like that. You yeah. mentioned the excitement thing. I will say one thing that I neglected to mention earlier was that Metroid Prime 4 announcement. Because I grew uh, up on that shit. And when they announced that Metroid Prime 4 was now in development, I was like, oh my god, yes! Another <laughs> Metroid game I want to play again! <laughs> and they still haven't shown anything on that game, have they? I bet we'll see Maybe something. Maybe they will this year. I Maybe. bet we'll see something on their Nintendo Direct on Tuesday. Oh damn, it's not until Tuesday. It might be Wednesday, actually. It's Tuesday. I'll check. Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, it's Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So yeah. I mean, that must be right before E3 starts, right? Because E3 actually starts on Tuesday, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, for like the general public. It's time. usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? I think yeah. so, yeah. And that's when we'll see a lot, of, a lot of interviews with the developers and stuff after we learn about all the new games. Yeah. Anything else stick out to you guys? That was especially the horrible. Last, the last thing on my list was um, it was the same year that Kingdom Hearts 3 was announced. Um, they were showing off... Actually, was it that year? I think it was that year. Yeah, because Assassin's Creed 4 was shown off a little mm-hmm. bit before that, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Because I'm pretty sure it was that same year. I'm pretty sure. Whatever. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, the year that that was. Um, I thought it was hilarious because they started the demo up. I know it was like a solid like 5 to 10 minute demo. And like they started it and they got about a minute in and like a bunch of like bugs happened at once. Like it started glitching out and then it reset and went back to like the press start menu. <laughs> where it was like start demo <laughs> it was like oh man what and the that, fuck just happened <laughs> and that has to be hard for Ubisoft because they're always getting shit talked over their bugs like because they always oh, have yeah. such huge bugs on release even though they're doing a lot better job nowadays but back then especially they had such huge bugs on release of the game yeah no and I think it was during because I'm pretty sure it was during Sony's press conference that this had occurred that's hilarious so it made the PS4 I think yeah, because they were showing on the PS4. I mean, it made that look even better too. <laughs> but oh, those are kind of the biggest blunders. Yeah. Excuse me. The biggest blunders that I kind of can remember stick out. Yeah, that yeah. I can kind of recall. I mean, because E3's been going on since we were babies, so yeah. we obviously aren't going to know stuff from like the '90s E3s. Right. Yeah. I think the only other thing that sticks out to me is like, and I can't really think of the years or, you know, specific, but like when the conferences have terrible hosts, it's just, yeah, they're so that happens every now them. and then. Yeah. I want to say Ubisoft has had a few of those, haven't they? I think so. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name, but, um, what was the guy and there was Mr. Caffeine I can't remember his real name but he was just like all over the place like conferences like that that's why I like Sony Sony tends to have like Sony usually has very solid conferences yeah they have pretty 
level-headed host. And I, I like, uh, like, last year, I think it was, or maybe the year before, where, like, there really wasn't even anyone, like, really hosting. They come out for, like, two seconds, and they're like, okay, here's the next trailer. Here's the next yeah. trailer. They didn't sit there and try to talk about, oh, this is our plan for the future. This is this is how well the system's selling. This is this is that. You know, they just it was just game after game after game. Yeah, that, that's what great. I like. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Hopefully, we get that. I know they're trying something different this year, apparently. So, I guess we'll see. I shouldn't say tomorrow because I don't know exactly when this podcast will go up. Probably will go up tomorrow. So, the day of. We'll probably right. be Sony's uh, conference, and yeah. tonight we will see. What was it? Today is uh, we got Microsoft, Microsoft, and Bethesda. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking we might come back and maybe not do the traditional, you know, who had the best conference, blah 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 blah. But at least talk about some of the announcements and what, what we like. Maybe we can what do we that like, next week. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll yeah. be fun. I, I'm real excited to see Bethesda tonight. I want to. I want to see what Fallout 6 is all about. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, any parting words before we head out of here, gentlemen? Well, I like E3. Good, good time. <laughs> good time for good people. Yeah. There are words that I, I'm strongly refraining from using currently. Oh, that's, that's all. Right. <laughs> we'll, just leave, we'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> all Hashtag right. inside jokes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I guess the last thing I'll say is, I enjoy E3, but it seems like the the relevance of it is is kind of declining, only because a lot of these uh, bigger studios kind of have their own events that they're doing now. Yeah, that's and, true. And I mean, they don't save them all. Of course, they save some for E3, but it's just it just doesn't seem as big as it used to be. And then yeah, also, well, go ahead. I was to say, well, part of that I think is because um, over the years, information is getting spread more and more over the internet, and it's and now like we're hearing announcements. Like we we got the Kingdom Hearts release date today. Square Enix's conference is tomorrow. Like. Like ten years ago, that would never happen. They would yeah, just wait it. Leaked information really kind of ruins press conferences for me to some degree because it's like, oh well, you know, I was kind of expecting to see that then. Not, right. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. Yeah, Le- leaks, and you know, you can't keep anything secret anymore. Although that wasn't a leak that they actually that one, announced yeah. that. Yeah. But that was yeah, on the yeah, yeah. But but I know what you mean though. Yeah, leaks yeah. do kind of screw things over. So. It's funny, we really want to know, like, what's going on, but we, we don't want to know the way we get the information. It's like, I oh, want man. my birthday surprise. <laughs> well, yeah, it's kind of like if you're seeing a movie, you want to know what happens in the movie, but you don't want someone to tell you before. Exactly. Yeah. Because E3, E3 is exciting for, for me, and I know there's some people who are just like, ah, I don't care about E3, I just want the info. I know, I actually know quite a bit of people like that, but for me, I love watching E3, and I find it very fun. Yeah, no, that's Mike to a T. Like, he hates E3. <laughs> I, I love watching it. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just... It's like... Because I, I, I know I'm going to see a Death Stranding trailer, possibly a release date, and I'm just like, uh... 
<laughs> so why do I have to keep seeing this game I know I want to play like right now and they're going to be like oh coming 2020 or you know <laughs> 2020 2025 <laughs> you know that's I mean, trending canceled <laughs> oh, man. I'd probably cry. Oh, man. Yeah. But I, I just you... think that it should be ranked above Four Kings. Oh, <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. <laughs> I got to replay that fight. I wonder I wonder exactly where I would rank it. Because I'm going to go through and re rank them. Okay. After I finish playing this time okay. around. Because I haven't gotten that far, but Bell Gargoyles has fell down my list already. <laughs> After replaying, were you struggling with it? Um, not really struggling. It was just like I did the fight, and I was like, "Man, this is like they don't do anything. They have like two moves. Yeah. All, I, all <laughs> I gotta do is avoid not you know getting in between both of them, and well, I'm fine." Well, let's put it this way: Derek and I were co-oping. I had no Estus flasks, <laughs> and I had like not even. A fifth of my health left. Like, not even. Like, basically, it was one strike, you're dead. Mike, we beat that boss with me almost dead like that. Yeah. Ryan didn't take a single hit. I was throwing out damage, too. Like, I was like, hey, yeah, you you were, this guy you were while super, you guys do with this guy. <laughs> you were super OP. You, like, cut off his tail in, like, one swipe. Dude. Yeah, no, literally one one swipe with the bastard sword, and his tail was just gone. Yeah. I was like, yep. Yeah, this this is about how this is about how this is gonna go down. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I just remember the very first time I ever fought the gargoyles and I struggled so much. And like that that was with Ryan, so you could argue that since I didn't do it alone, that's why it was so easy. But then I have a solo character for Dark Souls Remastered that I've been playing, and I did not struggle at all. I just destroyed the gargoyles so easily. Yeah, and it just it's funny to think about how hard that used to be for me. And I I mean. I don't want to shit on it. It's not a bad fight. It was just... It's not what I remembered. I, I no, remember feel free to shit more. on it. <laughs> I, I feel like I remember having to use more... You know... More strategy to actually get away from both of them and, and actually take them out. But this time, it was just like, okay, just avoid the fire from one of them. And then, you know, the other one, you just circle around yeah. and bam. You know, he's dead. Definitely. But... You hear that? <laughs> yep. That was me shitting on it. <laughs> I can't wait to shit on some of the bosses you guys put in front of Four Kings later on. Good luck. Good luck shitting on Priscilla. You know, <laughs> you, know I, I, you guys kind of made me think I was crazy. So I, I went online and I was just searching. I was like, let me see some of these rankings. No one ranks Priscilla that high, as high as you guys did. Priscilla's a great fight. <laughs> they're, all, they're all wrong. It's okay. <laughs> So I felt vindicated when I it's said definitely, that. It's definitely not number one. I can assure you. Well, that. we didn't put it at number one. So. I know, I'm just saying. It was too close to number one. I think. I but, think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that, that was... If you guys haven't heard that podcast and you listen to this one, go back and listen to episode six and seven. They're probably two of my favorite ones to record, especially episode uh, seven. Is really good. So, what is this list? This I'm list. Just, I just 
this list puts Priscilla after Cabernet, and so their their opinion, wow, <laughs> their opinion sucks. <laughs> their opinion's wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, keep looking online. Like, it... Cabernet is like, like you put Priscilla lower than we did, whatever. But under Cabernet, come on, man, that's a normal ass enemy. Yeah. Even yeah, even the Cabernet, I refought that thing, and I was just like, once you kill the stupid dogs, it's like that fight's super easy once you kill the dogs. It's a joke. The only thing that will get you killed in that fight usually is the dogs, if you just don't take care of them quick enough. Yeah, and if you don't evade the, his, his like, two-handed swing. Yeah, the very yeah. first attack when you walk through the fog. That'll, that'll annihilate your HP pretty quick. Yeah. But yeah, this, uh... I don't know, Souls games are amazing, so... I'm looking forward to our, uh, Demon Soul discussion. Um, hopefully we can I'll do have- that... Yeah, I, I have much stronger opinions on the bosses in Demon Souls than I do the bosses in Dark Souls. Really? Yeah. I also okay. just wanted to throw this out there um, for the listeners that what Mike said earlier about those being the favorite ones he recorded, he says that about every single one he records. So <laughs> I just want to throw it out there that all of them are his favorite that he records. That's not true. This episode sucks. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Yeah, this one sucks. <laughs> this is the worst episode. We just recorded it, but this one sucks. I I, I like this episode. I haven't even listened to it yet because we're still recording. But I like this episode. Oh yeah, we we put out nothing but the best. All our episodes are amazing. All our episodes are number one. <laughs> all the ones with me, at least. <laughs> I think you've been in you've been in all of them, huh? No, you missed you missed one. Which I think one? I think you missed like episode two. I've been in most of them now. Yeah, you've been in all of them since we've come back. The the first couple I wasn't there. That's because I encapsulate Dark Hour Gaming. (laughs) But yeah, uh, that being said, if you want to listen to more, of course, you know they're all posted on DarkHourGaming.com. The uh, iTunes button should work now. Um, If you don't have an iPhone or anything like that, you could do the RSS feed and uh, subscribe to it that way if you don't want to keep coming back to the website to listen to all of them um, you can follow us on Twitter to know when, we re- when we're going to uh, post a new shows uh, DHG podcast and the most discussion will be in the discord so join the discord I will put a link on darkhourgaming.com because I think you need an invite to join at the moment but i will change that to where anybody can join just you know be courteous kind don't be a jerk if you join and talk to us and you will get kicked don't be me (laughs) i do have uh myself and a couple other people who will help me moderate everything that goes on in there so but no i mean it's a good time we we talk about um a lot of uh, podcast preparation and you know our feelings after the show comes out um because there isn't much discussion on the actual website so you know head there and come back next week i'm not sure exactly what we'll be talking about yet but we will have a show next weekend and hopefully within a couple weeks we'll have that demon or yeah demon souls podcast up i'm looking forward to that one but uh thank you ryan huh you're welcome mike (laughs) i just said fight me fight you (laughs) In regards to the Demon Souls podcast. 
Yeah, that, that should be a fun one. I may, I may try to go back and replay a little bit of that since it's been a while. Uh, but thank you also, Derek. Appreciate you joining. And uh, that's going to do it for us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.